Hi guys, welcome to the Healing Food Addiction Podcast. My name is Bracey Dutton. I'm a recovering food addict and I have committed my life and career to sharing my story with you on the internet, sharing all of my dirty laundry and allowing you guys to see what's possible for you and that there is life on the other side of food addiction and we do recover. This is my first ever podcast episode and I'm so excited to be bringing it to you. We are going to be doing it perfectly imperfect. Um, I knew that I was called to make a podcast because I love talking. So what better way to express myself than to make a podcast? So welcome Welcome to the Healing Food Addiction Podcast. I'm so honored to have you here. We appreciate all of your feedback, all of your contribution to the community. Um, And we're just going to hop right into the first episode. I decided to make the first one about sharing my history, my story, a little bit about me in regard to my healing journey. It is very summarized. I definitely get to write a book in the very near future because there's just so much to tell Um, but this will give you a good idea of who I am, where I come from and where, what my healing food addiction journey looked like, because it had very little to do with food and a lot to do with healing my mind and my relationship with myself. So without further ado, let's get started. So, um, I'll just go ahead and introduce myself just so you guys can really understand who I am and why I'm doing this. My name is Bracey Dutton. I am a recovering food addict. I live in Houston, Texas, and I'm 28 years old. I have two kids and a husband, and I, over the past two years, have committed my life and my career to helping other people overcome their not-so-healthy relationship with food. So my background in regard to Struggling with food addiction and other addictions dates back as, I mean, definitely my young teenage years. I remember having a very strange relationship with food where I noticed that I felt more eager and drawn towards over-consuming snacks than the other people around me, whereas like my friends and my peers. So, and I also always, I was never overweight because I was very active with sports, but I always was just bigger built. So, you know, body image issues and not understanding why I felt so, such intense cravings for food at such a young age. I just, I couldn't stop myself. I would be the one going to the snack counter at the party when everyone else was over at the party, having fun, whatever they were doing. So, um, I've always had that sort of relationship with food. And then around the age of 12 years old, I got diagnosed with IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. And the doctor pretty much said, just try to eat healthier and reduce any stress. (laughs) And I was 12. Why was I stressed at 12? That's another story for another day. But so, you know, I went throughout my whole life with trying to change the way I felt about food. And I had no idea how other than going on diets and restricting myself. Um, When I got to high school, I had, you know, boyfriends tell me that I wasn't attractive to them anymore because I had gained weight. And, you know, I went on my first crash diet when I was, 
I think probably 15 years old, 15, 16 years old, where I wanted to lose as much weight as fast as possible. So um, I cut out all the carbs, ate less than 1200 calories a day. And um, I didn't change the quality of the food I was eating. I just ate less and ate fewer carbs. You know, I lost 20 pounds very quickly and I got really good at doing that where I would lose 20 pounds, then, you know, have whatever the meal was after the month and then go back into the cycle of yo-yo dieting. And let's see, I got addicted to alcohol. I tried other drugs. I was very addicted to boys' attention, um, escape any way that I could escape my reality. I dealt with a lot of depression and anxiety. I was put on antidepressants at 18. And it's almost like I just kept spiraling out of control until I hit 21. Um, at this point, I was drinking heavily every single day, binge drinking, binge eating, um, doing drugs as well. And I prayed to God for a reason for me to get my life together. And a week later, I found out I was pregnant with my first daughter. And it's funny because at the point I was in my life, I should have been freaking out <laughs> because I was barely keeping myself fed and clothed and not even paying all of my bills, um, trying to, you know, be mentally okay, trying to be happy. And I was about to have a new baby and the most um, prominent feeling I had was peace and trust. And that's a very interesting thing to think about <laughs> because, you know, I was not in any position to be bringing a new life and raising a new life um, in the state I was in. And now I know that that was God's way, the universe's way, my higher self. It was their way of giving me a reason to get my shit together. <laughs> so that's what I asked for. And that's what I got. And, you know, I didn't know any way out of the situation that I was in because my mental health was so bad. Um, so unstable. I was on antidepressants, drinking, drinking heavily on the antidepressants and doing other drugs and sleeping with multiple people, not sleeping most nights, sleeping all day, working somewhat enough to pay for food and alcohol and drugs. And um, then all of a sudden everything changed overnight. You know, I thank God every day that I was not so far down that it was easy for me to stop drinking, stop the drugs. Um, and I even got off the antidepressant medication because I just, I wanted to give the baby a better chance at life. So my gosh, So I have this baby, um, you know, I don't really fix anything about myself other than the substance abuse. So I have the baby definitely deal with postpartum depression and struggling a lot, a lot, a lot with that, but too prideful to admit it. <laughs> so 
I finally decide that it's time to get out of the house and get a job. And at this time I'm like drinking again. I'm not drinking every day, but every time I do drink binge drinking and definitely binge eating. Um, you know, I had a, I had a huge slap in the face moment when my daughter was still a newborn. Um, I was breastfeeding and I knew that she was sensitive to dairy and I, for the life of me, could not stop eating dairy. And that's something I think back to, it's like, you know, if you have the desire to quit something because it's harming not only you, it's harming your child, yet you still don't stop. I would say that is a telltale sign of addiction. For me, it was. So I have this baby, I get back in, I get a job, I get to leave the house, get out of the house, you know, my spirits raise a little bit. But the food, you know, it's constant shaming my body, hating my body, hating my relationship with food, the cravings, the intense cravings for food never left. You know, I eat because I'm happy. I eat because I'm sad. And I'm eating very low quality fried foods, fatty foods, dairy, lots of restaurant food. And as my daughter grew, she started to eat the same things. And, you know, back then I knew that the food was making me fat and maybe had some negative health consequences, but I didn't know the extent of what really was happening. And I don't know if I just wasn't mature enough or aware enough. I don't, I honestly don't know what was missing for me. I, other than the fact that I just had such little self-worth, um, I guess I didn't even think to explore um, deeper other than the food just made me fat. So, um, in let's see, October of 2017, I get, I land a dream job at a dream salon in, um, a very high class area of Houston, Texas. And my plan is to be a hairstylist and to make a bunch of money, be very successful. I always had a dream of making a name for myself in the beauty industry. And <laughs> I started the salon and it's amazing, um, lots of amazing people. And I quickly realized that maybe I didn't want to do hair and I wanted to be on the end of growing the company on the, on the back end of things. So um, I build a really great relationship with the owner. She becomes my mentor. She puts a lot into my personal development and helping me grow and transform my mindset and heal from my past and my childhood and finally understand that the way the actions that we take in our life and the way that we think and the way that we are creates our reality and this was about four years ago when all of that started happening and it was like, all of a sudden something clicked and I realized that I could be someone different. And it wasn't really anything to do with food at that point. It was everything to do with my thinking and my trauma and realizing this is why I am the way that I am. And it doesn't have to be this way anymore. So it's very like, aha and like also holy cow you know I have so much work to do still <laughs> so she's my boss at that job sends me to a personal development 
um, training slash seminar and it just blows my mind. I healed my relationship with my father, which I never thought a million years could ever happen. I started to think new thoughts about myself and what I was capable of and what was possible for my relationships and my health and my career. And I was on top of the world and I'm going through this experience. I get pregnant again. I have another baby, you know, everything's moving in a positive direction for the most part, but it's very slow and gradual. I mean, when I tell you that I started at ground zero, it was ground zero. And I often tell people like, if you're expecting yourself to just wake up tomorrow and become a different person, you're not doing yourself any favors because every single day that you wake up the next day and you're not a new person, you tell yourself you're a failure and that you suck and <laughs> why even try. And I realized um, in the past couple of years that my most prominent unconscious belief was that I will never be good enough. So why the fuck even try? And that is what was running my life. It was like, I, I had these strong desires. I had a desire to make something for myself. I had a desire to heal and be happy and be healthy, yet it wasn't happening, um, especially at the rate that I wanted it to be happening. And instead of, you know, relishing in the growth that was happening, no matter how small it was, I was just constantly beating myself up because it wasn't good enough. My financial situation wasn't good enough. My relationship with food wasn't good enough. My body wasn't good enough. My relationship with my partner wasn't good enough. I wasn't a good enough mom. And when you have the belief that nothing will ever be good enough, then nothing will ever be good enough. And really over the past year, since going through yet another transformational journey slash training slash seminar that I actually completed last year in 2021, called redesign trainings, I cannot recommend these trainings enough. If you are ready to do the work on yourself and on healing, there's no better way to start. Um, so I go through this journey and it's very similar to the first one I had went through through the other company, but this one was different. There was just something different. It felt more aligned this time. I felt like I was going to have bigger breakthroughs. Um, I was having bigger breakthroughs and I went through the third part of the process, which I didn't go through the third part of the process in the last company I had um, done the training with. And it's, it's a, a three month program where you're with a team, you work with a team and you, you have your goals and you have a coach and they're coaching you to your goals. And um, you experience basically every single challenge that you ever would come up against in your life. And you have a coach there coaching you through and you have a team supporting you through. And I experienced massive growth in that time. And I overcome massive fears and I built my confidence and it was the most life transforming experience I've ever gone through. And I really truly am a completely different person now. I mean, before I went through that training, I was already becoming a different person. And this just really, really, really was the cherry on top. And now it's like, I know that this is an ever changing, ever evolving process. So before I did this training, I had, I did heal my relationship with food, 
Um, I actually quit that job at the salon right when the start of COVID happened in March of 2020, because it was just no longer serving me. It was kind of doing the opposite. It was, it was, um, it was just time. Like the, what that job and that experience had to offer me was over and it was time to grow into something else. You know, the, my passion for that industry had kind of dwindled, especially since having children. Um, I wanted something that was more on my terms versus on someone else's terms. And that was really, really, really scary. I've never in my life quit a job without having any idea what I was going to do next. And that's exactly what I did. And it seemed like the perfect time because the world was in shambles and no one knew what they were going to do next. So I thought it was the perfect time to just take the leap and leave and figure it out. So I was at home with my girls. I was able to explore. I was able to really, really have the time and the energy to dig into my relationship with food. And once and for all, not once and for all, I hate saying that, but it was honestly the last time that I told myself that this is the last time I had one last binge on the weekend of Mother's Day of May 2020. And I knew when I was sick on the toilet, like I always was every time after a binge, I knew that that was it. I told myself, this is the last time that you will ever feel like this. And it was. Um, and isn't it so funny how we have to, <laughs> we have to hit rock bottom before we have that, that awakening of like, it really is different this time. And I'm so committed to sharing my journey with you guys because it is possible for you. I mean, I, can't even disclose yet. I'm not mentally ready to disclose the darkness that my life had been. Um, and the trials and challenges and experiences that I had that shaped me into who I am now, but they were very dark and um, still very private to me at this point. But um, when I tell you that transformation is possible for you too, I just need you to believe me because if you want it, if you want to heal, and if you can hear someone else's story that they did make it happen and that they did heal, I'm hoping that it'll give you hope so that you can believe that it's possible for you because what it takes to transform is the desire to heal and the belief that it's possible. That's all it takes because when you open yourself up to the work, the people and the education and the support, it'll lead its way to you. Um, I am a firm believer in quantum physics and the law of attraction. And when you open yourself up to the work of healing, that the modalities that will get you there will come to you. As soon as you seek things out, they will start to show up for you. And I'm not all knowing. I just know how I healed in my food addiction. And, you know, over the past four months, I've been sharing my story in a very, very, very open and vulnerable way. And people are resonating with it. And if you're listening to this, you probably saw a piece of my content that resonated with you. I mean, I share my dirty laundry. I share 
all of the fucked up shit I did as a food addict and even as an alcoholic and as a mother. And, you know, I put that out there so that people can feel seen and that they don't have to shame themselves for where they are and also see where I am now and see what's possible for you in the realm of healing and healing your relationship with food. And something I say all the time is that this is 99.999% mindset work and food is less than 1% of the equation. I'm a strong and passionate believer in the power of education and knowing what you're eating and knowing how much you should eat and when you should eat and how you should eat and what food is nourishing and what food is addictive. Um, but that only makes up the, the less than 1% of the equation because healing our relationships with ourselves and healing our minds is what drives the body. Um, we are the driver of this body, this, this, this suit of skin, whatever you want to call it, this human that our consciousness resides inside of. Um, and when you realize that as soon as you make the connection that you are actually separate from your body and from your mind and that you can actually control it um, in a way in which you actually want to, you actually have free will that you were given to by your creator, you can create the life of your dreams. And it's going to look different for everyone. You know, not everyone has to want to have the dream and desire to be as successful or um, make a lot of money. Not everyone has to want that desire. But I know one thing that all humans have a desire to feel peace and happiness and joy and trust and connection with other humans. And that's the one thing that I can tell you is possible for you without a doubt, 100%, your higher self wants that for you every moment. And your higher self is constantly leading you to that space of healing where you can experience joy and abundance and freedom and love and connection. So with that being said, that <laughs> is the end of my first ever episode. Um, who am I? Where did I come from? You know, my story could be so much longer, but that's it in a nutshell. And, and if you continue to follow this community um, and if you're open to the work, that's, you know, that's something I say over and over. My only request of you when you join the healing food addiction community is that you're open to doing the work and that you realize that we don't talk about food that much. <laughs> we talk about healing your mind and um, working on shifting your beliefs about yourself and about the world and about what's possible for you. So thank you guys for listening. Um, you're always welcome to join our private community on Facebook. If you go to the link in the show notes here, which is my website that has all my links on it, you can download the 40 page guide to healing food addiction. Um, and with that, you will get the instructions on how to join the private Facebook community. I offer group coaching. If that's something you're interested in, if you're ready to step into the work and do it in, in a group setting where you can connect with others who are also doing the work um, and you're ready to be held accountable, that's a great place to start. Right now it's $55 a month. It is a membership community. And if you sign up now, 
you will be a founding member, which gets you locked in at $55 a month. And come September 1st, 2022, the price will go up to $88 a month. So it's definitely a good idea to get in now while it's $55 a month. It is a steal um, for the amount of value that you'll be receiving. And then as always, if you want the most enhanced level of support, I'm always available to work one-on-one with you and dig down to the core and the uniqueness of what your story is and what story you're looking to write for your future. So um, the prices on that vary, but you can do one, one hour um, call, you can do a four week option or you can do a six month option and you can um, check out the prices at the same link where you'll find everything else. And that is it guys. I hope to be making at least one podcast episode per week. And please, please, please let me know what else you would like for me to discuss. I love to discuss what you guys want to discuss (laughs) because what I discuss will, who knows? I don't know. It'll probably speak to you too, but I love to hear from you guys and what you're needing and see how I can be of service to you. So until next time, I hope you guys have a beautiful day. I love you and happy healing.